So here we go then, everybody. Welcome back to the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast, the show where we cover things, all things, issues, town, women. I'm here as ever, your host, Roscoe, and my co-host is back. I've been speaking to her, people. She's been speaking to mine. The contract is signed, sealed, and delivered for another season of uh, doing the podcast. And that is, of course, town women skipper Blue Wilson. How's things with you? And the off-season, I'm sure, was a delight, but we're back for pre-season Blue. How's things? We are back. It's been a few weeks now. They've gone quite quickly, actually. Um, but yeah, all is good. Currently in the office, if you're if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever, um, meant to be working, but you know, the pod comes first. So, <laughs> but yeah, all is good here. How's, I guess you've had a very busy weekend, Ross. Um, have you recovered? And how's the off-season been for you? Yeah, the off-season came at the right time. Um for all of us, for everyone who covers football, you, you want that that little moment to have a little breather. And of course, you've been hearing my voice and uh, my face on videos throughout the off-season, of course, covering the men's team and Kings of Anglia as a whole. But um, yeah, of course, if you really know, I did go to, to Italy, which was lovely. Very enjoyed that, going to Naples to see my family. Um, but we're back, you know, pre-season. I've already been to Austria and back, covered two games for Cambridge and, and Stevenage. Um, and of course, was there for the posh game, Blue. And of course, we'll cover the preseason as a whole. Of course, um, before we get into um, a little bit of an update with you, Blue, um, and just other bits and bobs. Um, of course, big shout out to Michael Kennedy at John Fowler Solicitors again, sponsoring the podcast for the season. Um, so big up to MK for sorting it out. Um, we had a nice little off-season meal, didn't we, Blue, with him? Um, he treated us to a nice meal at Milsons to sort of pen the paper for a, another deal. Um, for the podcast. John Fowler's a big up them. If you want all your legal um, needs and all that, check out John Fowler's solicitors and all that sort of stuff. Uh, well, Blue, uh, how's things with you then? Um, how was how, how pre-season so far with you? Of course, we've been, as you said, we're back for a few weeks. A few games have been played, um, but an update for Blue Wilson. Before I do my update, I'm just going to plug the, the John Fowler's yes. solicitor as well, a little freebie. Um, so yeah, big up them. But um, update from me, uh, a few more hurdles chucked at me um, this preseason. Which, as soon as you think you're nearly there, you're so close, and there's another another few hurdles. So it hasn't hasn't been ideal. Obviously, I'd I'd expect to be on the pitch by now, um, and I know a lot of people will be asking. And uh, you know, it's just it's trickier than uh, just a straight line to being back on the pitch. Um, especially for me, I seem to be finding quite a lot of bad luck. Um, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> don't know what I need to do. But um, but yeah, I'm working hard on the rehab. And although the path has changed slightly, um, hopefully I can provide a few more updates in, in pods down the line. Um, but yeah, at the minute, just dealing with a few, few hurdles. Um, but obviously still in at the training ground, in the gym, doing rehab with uh, some of the girls. Um, we've had a few a few in the gym, sadly, um, which I say sadly because it's not good because they're they're not on the pitch. But actually, it's quite enjoyable to have like a few players come in and you know different conversations, different atmosphere in the gym. Um, but hopefully, they'll be back on the pitch shortly. Just preseason niggles, really. Yeah, of course. Um, those players joining you that I can remember anyway from when I took a few pictures while you're doing your gym sesh was, of course, Eloise King. And uh, Luce O'Brien, there's no more that have joined you since um, since I my last appearance at the gym. Lucy Egan, um, yes, she's still coming back from 
from a few niggles. Um, and there's a couple of academy players. Uh, so, yeah, it's, I mean, with EK in the gym, there's, God, you don't know what's going to happen during the session, and honestly, some of the conversations. Um, so, yeah, there's a bit of banter flowing, and uh, it's, it's quite nice to get on well with Lucy O'Brien, too. Um, and it's a constant battle between EK putting the music on really loud and doing her session, and Lucy O'Brien walking over to the speaker, turning it down. <laughs> That's the conflict, and I just sort of stand there like, it is quite nice, a bit quiet, but sometimes I like it louder. So that's quite funny. Um, but yeah, it's a good group at the minute. Um, but they're all working hard to to get back um, in time for the season start. That's good. Yeah, when I, when I was in the gym at that one time, and I just saw Luso Brown was just in the zone, and you're in the zone as well, Blue. But of course, you know you're happy to chat. Luso Brown was just in the zone. She was on the bike. She's doing all the other bits and bobs. And sometimes she asks what she wants to do. She's in the zone and she's that sort of player. So uh, big up Lucio Bryan, of course. Um, of course, another big um, announcement before we get on to, of course, the fixtures, departures, incomings, pre-season so far. Um, of course, the gaffer, Joe Sheehan, has become a dad. Um, congratulations to him and his uh, fiance Ebony, um, for their birth of their daughter. Um, on the same day as my my birthday. So... Um, yeah, what a great day. A, yeah, what a great day. What a great day. What a great day. July twelfth. Uh, great day indeed. Um, so yeah, um, well done to, to both of them um, for. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> great, great day, but I don't know where I'm going. Congratulations on the arrival of their daughter. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully, a tractor girl in the making. Yes, that, that was the word I was trying to think of, but I couldn't think of the time. But yeah, big up, big, big up, Joe and Ebony um, for for their um, birth of their daughter. So there we go, and uh, future trap the girl in the making, I'm sure. Um, well, Blue, let's get on to fixtures. Then they're out. They dropped the other week, and um, that was the time for all of us to schedule our year. Um, of course, I have to schedule my my year for the men and the women's teams. That was an opportunity for me then to sit down and go, okay, which journey is going to be. Uh, very difficult, but um, not many actually. It's actually not too bad. But um, your first thoughts: we've got Cardiff away to open the season. Um, nice to get that trip out of the way early doors. Of course, Cardiff newly promoted um, after winning their league um, last season. Of course, the team we know of as well. We played with them in them in our first ever tier three season. Um, but yeah, thoughts on that as the opening game. Initially, I was like, oh no, an away game to start off. I quite like to start with a home game and it's a, an extra long one but actually it'll probably be an overnighter which will be good at that stage in the season to get all the squad together um have a bit of downtime together so that's quite a good aspect of that trip and also you'd rather go to Cardiff in August compared to February wouldn't you um so it's nice to get out of the way um and hopefully it'll be a good trip um but yeah it's a busy September though <laughs> very busy September so yeah. um, I think that, I don't know if that's a I see that as a good thing because it, I feel like you can get into a rhythm. Whereas if you started the season and games are more spaced out, it's harder to find a rhythm of being back in season. So I quite like that, and I think the girls will be up for it. Um, but yeah, I'm just having a look. Obviously, hashtag in September they've just come up. Um, that's always it's an our, interesting uh... game. Yeah, so midweek, of course, because every year we have a midweek game. And, um, of course, you know, it's got to be one of the nearest clubs because yeah, you don't want to be going to Plymouth in midweek. That would be horrendous. Um, or even Cardiff midweek. That wouldn't have been great. But, um, yeah, it's always the nearest team to you. So we had Billy Ricky last year, but this time it's hashtag. And as you mentioned, the team I've got promoted. And uh, I wasn't going to mention it, Blue, but, of course, last year we did play them in a very rubbish game. 
where they beat us in that cup. Um, but, you know, this will be a league fixture and um, they're going to be, of course, with that momentum. But uh, that's going to be the midweek game. Um, but yeah, as you said, you know, it's going to be a, a busy September, but that's the time where you want the games thick and fast because, you know, you've had that pre-season, you want that consistency. Um, and yeah, there's yeah Plymouth to start off September on the Sunday the 3rd, then hashtag in the week, then MK Don's away, London Bees at home and then Chatwin and Town at home. Um, so yeah, thoughts on that as a whole. Of course, we've got Billerick in the Fornal Cup in August. So we've got two games in August to start, which is good. We've got a home game, of course, with Billy Ricky. But that Plymouth game, Blue, is going to be a big one because it's our first home league game of the season. That's always the most exciting one because it's the first home game where fans can really see the new players if they have not been able to go to preseason games. Yeah, for sure. And we have a pretty good record against Plymouth. So it's quite a, a good one where the girls will be quite confident. Um, and hopefully we can show the progress we've made from last season in preseason, in pre-season um, and make a good start. Um, off the back of Cardiff away. Uh, but yeah, a bit of a mix of away and home fixtures, which is nice. Um, I think that I'm then looking just to October on my screen, Oxford United away. That's always a tough trip. Um, so that would be a big one, which I think a lot of the players will be looking at thinking, OK, we need to be informed by them. Yeah, I swear we always have Oxford away first. I think the last, or the, from the top of my head anyway, I think every the last three seasons have been away first and the home game second. Um, but yeah, that's always going to be the, there's a few teams on this fixture list where we're, like, we're looking out for, of course, Portsmouth, we'll get on to shortly. But yeah, Oxford away on the October 8th um, at their, their court farm because they've got a good record at home as well. So that's one of those games where we want to hopefully break that record. And of course, you've got Chatham Town away as well in October, which are not a new team, ladies and gentlemen. They are now uh, been renamed. They used to be Gillingham, um, but they've now moved to Chatham Town. So um, a new name to get used to, but of course a team we know of as well. And then November then, Blue, um, getting time into cold months and hopefully not too much rearrangement. So the pitches are going to be fine because that's when you always fear when it gets to November. Uh, to be fair, October can actually sometimes. Um, but yeah, November... We have a new team we're going to be facing. Um, and there's also a new name as well in terms of um, them renaming because they used to be Coventry United, but now Rugby Borough plays a home fixture at the AJR Arena. Um, and yeah, they've been relegated from the championship. Thoughts on that? Um, and just another new team to face. Yeah, I like an, another new team um, because you don't really have much. You kind of go into the game blind. Um, and I sometimes quite like that. But I think they... I think it's hard to base what they'll be like on last season because I think they've gone through quite a big change um, in sort of structure and also players. Uh, so they'll be a bit of an unknown, um, but we'll have a few weeks uh, to see kind of their results and how they're faring in the league against teams we know a bit more about. Um, but yeah, no, that, that'll be good. Um, obviously, following that, you then have the, the FA Cup first round, which everyone is looking forward to, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to that draw and starting that journey again. Oh, Ross is muted. Calls oh, no. himself a podcast oh, no. pro. Oh, no. Unbelievable. I knew as well. I knew my mic was muted and I was preparing to, you know, to, uh, yeah. It's pre-season, you know, pre-season. I've got to get, <laughs> get used to the, the buttons and I've got to get used to everything like that. So, yeah, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, yeah, FA Cup is always uh, a competition we enjoy and, um, yeah, look forward to the draw. Um, and wait for it to happen 30 minutes later when they say, yep, yeah, it's going to be drawn this time. But 30 minutes, we're still waiting for it to be drawn. 
Um, just just do it straight away. Just don't announce the time. Just do it. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Um, and also in November, of course, we've got Portsmouth at home. So we've got two big home games in November. So Rugby Borough and then Portsmouth at home. And of course, Portsmouth are a, a team that we've, you know, tussled and battled um, the last two years in this division. Um, that's going to be a game I'm sure we're going to look forward to as well. Yeah, I think they've added some firepower as well. I think they've gone... Did they announce they've, they've gone to a semi-professional? I'm not sure, yeah. quite sure of the exact wording, um, but they've made a transition where they, they're giving it a bit of a go. Um, so I think they've already made some decent signings um, from Southampton and Oxford. So that, I think they're going to be tough, and we found them tough last season. So hopefully this season is the, the curse breaker um, because that'll be a, a very big game, I think. Yeah, and we did it last year because we had yeah, Portsmouth for drilling the start. This year we've got Cardiff and Plymouth, who are probably different teams in terms of their their I won't say ability, but you know in terms of the how they've been in the divisions. Got Cardiff for a new team, so um, hopefully we start better this year than last year. Of course, we all know what happened last year. Um, and then December Blue. Um, at the moment, we've just got one game, which is Billericay away, um, which will end the year. But as we all know, all subject to change and all that fixtures, you know, rearrangements and stuff. We've also got the third round of the FA Cup as well in December, so. We've been able to beat the other two teams. We'll have a third round tie as well in December. But uh, yeah, that can easily change. And we'll jump right into January, Blue, because I think that's now a big talking point because we start the year against Oxford at home. Last year, we had Portsmouth away to start 2023. In 2024, it's a home tie, which is nice. We start the year, we go, happy new year, big game to start off, Oxford United at home. Yeah, you hope for a big crowd on that one as well. Everyone will have missed us over Christmas, I reckon, and pack out the AGL arena again um, but yeah once again it'll be a huge game I think from from now on whenever Oxford are in our league it'll always be a big game um, so yeah looking forward to that we'll have to get straight back into it shake the rust off quite quickly um, but then obviously we've got MK Dons after that and London Bees so a hard start to January but then hopefully we'll, we'll ease ourselves in um, as we sort of near the end of the season. Definitely. Yeah, of course, I've got to mention, of course, yeah, winter break, you know, the players and the staff get um, a winter break. So that's always good. And then, yeah, you jump right into Oxford at home. So, yeah, big one. Uh, February, as it stands, just two games. We've got Cheltenham Town away. So that long trip down there, hopefully it's a bit different to last time because it was actually the final game of 2022. And it was a, a very cold, probably the coldest game we've ever witnessed. And uh, yeah, it was a win, thankfully. But yeah, it wasn't a great day, but it's going to be in February this time. And then we've also got a midweek game again, of course, with hashtag United away, uh, at home, actually, this one. So under the lights at AGR Arena. So another cold time at Felix O'Blue. You know, last year was a... Well, actually, the midweek game weren't too bad, was it? Because I got, I think it got rearranged, didn't it, again, I think? Or am I making that up? Maybe I am. Yeah, it other. did. It okay. did, I think. Yeah. So it got moved a bit further into... Um, into maybe I think it was more March, was it March time. I think so. So it was... It weren't too it cold. Was. No, I think it was getting a bit cold late, like later in the game, and maybe at the at the end. But yeah, February nineteenth. Uh, yeah, make sure to bring your coats out because it could be yeah. a bit cold. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, then March, of course, the, the 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 general just the last three years. This is just the routine away trip to Plymouth, of course. Um, <laughs> the third of March. Thankfully, uh, Town men um, will be playing that date as well, so it'll be a double header. Um, and I'm fingers crossed it doesn't get changed for Sky. Um, but thankfully now they're both in the championship, so they're going to be more 
smaller dogs in the championship than they were the big dogs in League One. So uh, we'll find out. But yeah, Plymouth away blue, always one of those you look straight away. When is it? And uh, yeah, get ready for that long trip again. Yeah, another long trip. I think Plymouth, we're getting used to being going to Plymouth. Um, but like I said before in, on this pod, um, we do like a trip to Plymouth. Nice place. We always, always seem to play good football and score lots of goals. So hopefully that can continue. And I've just looked, actually. There's a lot of away games in March. Yeah, there is. It's going to be a long month. Yeah, that's going to be a, a big month to really decide on how we're going to be. Uh, yeah, Portsmouth away straight away after the Plymouth game. Um, and then Chatham Town at home, and then Rugby Borough away, um, which if you don't know where rugby is, Midlands, um, I think, yeah. Cause, do you know what? I've only ever been to rugby services, so um, that's the go-to service station for Northern away days. But uh, yeah, Rugby Borough to end March. So yeah, three away games in that month. That's going to be interesting. April as it stands, we've just got one game blue, which is Cardiff at home, and then Billy Ricky at home in May, Sunday the 5th of May. Um, which will be, I'm sure, a big game if there's lots to play for, or you never know. We could have wrapped up already. We, you know, maybe me being too confident already. Um, but yeah, fifth of May, really Ricky. That's always good though, in a blue to end the season at home. And of course, this year, I think we mentioned it on the pod, win the title, you go up. You don't have to worry about playoff games, which is happy days for anybody. If you don't know that already, ladies and gentlemen, this season coming, if you win the title, you're up. You don't have to worry about those stupid northern versus southern, you know, playoff games. But, yeah, it's always nice in that blue, though, to finish the season off with a home game. Yeah, for sure. The, I don't think there's... That's, that's kind of the first thing we look for um, when the players get sent over the fixtures. You look to see if the last game's a home game because it's so nice. So nice to have that sort of final end of the season at home. Obviously, subject to change, but you'd think, you, you know, our last two games are home, so you'd hope that it, it will stay like that. Um, but yeah, everyone prefers that. I'm not sure if there's anyone who, who wants to be away last game of the season. Um, but Billericay, though, they've always been a tough team to beat, so a challenging fixture. Um, and obviously, we'll we'll come against some well-known faces. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, indeed. And uh, so that's the fixtures wrapped up. Then, ladies and gentlemen, get your, them in your diary. Um, of course, available on the Itchers Town Women's website. And anywhere you can find fixtures um, on the Itchers Town team. So, um, yeah, sort of get your diary set and uh, support the girls as much as you can, home and away. Of course, the supporter group, I'm sure, will do coaches and minibuses and lifts and stuff. But, yeah, get involved. It was great to see um, the last two pre-season games I've been at the training ground. There's been some good following in that blue. You know, once again, young and old um, coming. So that's good to see. Um, but it's time now, Blue, to talk about the... I wouldn't say the elephant in the room, but um, I'm sure people have been waiting for us to chat about their departures because there has been plenty of departures. Of course, the retain list got uh, published um, probably a month ago now, a month and a half ago now. And um, since then, um, there's been a lot of talk from fans and stuff. A bit, bit, maybe a bit worried because we've had some big departures, of course. Um, I'll name them and then we'll chat about them individually. We've got, of course, Anna Gray, of course, top goal scorer last year. Really good season for her. Abby Lafouette, of course, another player that's been here for a while. Uh, Sarah Brazera Carrera, Maddie Biggs, Sarah Quantrill, and Liv Smith have all departed the Blues. Uh, Blue, just your thoughts as a whole, as you know, as a player seeing your teammates leave. It's it's just part and parcel of every season. You know, players come and go, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's that's a big departure list. There's some key players for us last season, especially in that list who have who have left. 
Um, so yeah, I'm not going to hide from the fact that there are big players have left. Um, but I see fans getting worried and whatever, and I, I wouldn't worry at all. Um, it provides the opportunity to, for the team to restart, um, for new players to have opportunities, uh, some of which may haven't had experience before, but actually as players who are, are doing really well in the preseason games that I've seen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Anna, obviously, as you mentioned, top goal scorer last season, um, really sort of kicked on last season, actually, uh, and sort of improved her end product. Um, she's obviously gone to Lewis. Um, so, yeah, good luck to her in the championship. Um, Laugh, obviously, again, a key starter for us at a left-back. Um, I'm not sure she's announced her club yet. Uh, I don't think that's news at the minute. Um, but, yeah, we'll be missed on the left, left-hand left side. Um, I think that's the thing. A left, left-footers in our team, it, they're so key to have. Um, but, yeah, I obviously wish her the best at whatever club she goes to. Um, Sarah Brazero, I think Kira will miss just because when she ever she scores, he gets to do some sort of yeah. make-up, some sort of creative um, <laughs> headline for the goal scorer. But, yeah, um, has she been announced? I don't Lewis. want to announce Lewis. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. announce where they've gone <laughs> if it hasn't been announced on Twitter. But yeah, obviously Lewis um, with Anna. So best of luck to her. Um, Biggs. I don't know whether you want to talk about the Huddersfield. Biggs will always be remembered yes. for that. Yeah, I think the headline. One of the um, I think maybe one of the, I don't know if it's the Nationals or just someone who did an article on it. Baby face assassin. Because uh, yeah, she was sixteen, <laughs> weren't she? She was sixteen yeah, she at was, the time. Yeah. Scoring that first half hat trick as well. It's like, yeah, of course, hat trick is impressive. And, you know, for any 16 year old to score a hat trick, it's like first half. And I think everyone was just, we were just blown away. I'm sure Joe, you know, that's what, one of his favorite games he's ever managed. And I'm sure you, part of that team as well, but you were in that midfield. Um, and yeah, it was just incredible. You know, Maddie scoring those two goals, uh, two goals, sorry, hat trick. <laughs> um, and yeah, of course, doing the, the, the free side as well, the hat trick. But yeah, that will be always remembered. And um, yeah, she, she was good. A good player as well, aren't she, Blue? Mm-hmm. And just a good character as well. Yeah. I mean, I wish her luck as well, but not too much luck as she yes. is going to Villarreal. So, you know, yeah, so of course she can we... have a good season apart from, you know, two games plus the cup game. She's allowed yes. to have a good season. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, of course, we'll come up with, uh, to be fair, yeah, we're going to come up against Muddy earlier than planned because, of course, we're going to play Villarreal uh, in the league um, in December. But now we're going to be playing them in the cup in the second game of the season, the first home game. So Maddie will be returning to the AJ Arena sooner rather than later. But yeah, all the best to, to Maddie. And then the two other departures, of course, Blue, Sarah Quantrill, the goalkeeper. Um, Golden Glove, the last two seasons since she's been here. Um, just a great character, great goalkeeper. Um, she made a decision to to move on because um, that commitment, you know, she does travel from Norwich and everything. Um, but yeah, big loss, definitely because she's uh, one of the best goalkeepers in this division. Yeah, big loss. Uh, it's, it's so good to have someone as experienced as Sarah and composed um, behind you as a defence. Um, so yeah, it will be a big loss, but understand her decision. Uh, it's a lot of commitment. And obviously she's at the age where she's she's had a great football career and um, when it's time, it's time. Uh, so I don't I don't blame her for that at all, and she's gone out on a high. To be fair, two two golden gloves, you can't can't get much better than that. You, you can't. And then of course the the final 
uh, departure um, as it stands. Hopefully, there's no more. But you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, Liv Smith, um, of course, has departed. She departed last week. Um, great character. One of our favourite podcasts we've ever recorded. So, future guests, it's, it's hard to top that. But if you can, then well done. But yeah, Liv, um, once again, with her commitments, you know, she's a police officer. Um, so last season, struggled with that. I think seven games she played last season. But um, you know, she's been here the last two years and she's been a, a great player to have, of course, I'm sure in the, in the, the dressing room, just in general, you know, um, she's been a, a good, good egg to have around and, uh, yeah, we wish her all the best as well. Yeah. She's a funny one, a real funny one. Um, but yeah, it's the reality of women's football at this level still, um, all the players have jobs or at uni or whatever, and sometimes they have to be prioritized over, over football, um, but yeah, obviously I wish Liv all the best if she's continuing to play football, but also um, in her police career. <laughs> I'm like, mm, should I tell the story? Yeah, I will. So anyway, I was, obviously Liv is a police officer and I got caught going through an amber light, which okay. the police officer suggested was red. I'm, I'm still, you know, I still think it was amber. However, they gave me, they pulled me over, gave me a ticket, whatever. Um, I then consulted Liv and she gave me advice on how to deal with it, or whatever. She was just like, Blue, just do the course. I was like, yeah, but it was a hamper, Liv. She's like, it's your word against the police officers. You're not going to win. I was like, right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, funny girl. Um, I'll miss having her around. Um, but yeah, obviously all the, all the best to her and whatever she, whatever path she takes. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, all the best to all the, all the players um, who have departed, and um, I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll, we'll find out how they do. And yeah, a few players, of course, playing championship football. So, be interested to see how they get on. Um, of course, there's a few academy players left as well. Some of them have gone on to join Charlie at Lufter Lightning. Of course, Sophia, um, she's gone up there as well. So that's good. Of course, part of the ACL crew, um, Lou. So I uh, hope she has a, a good season as well with Lufter. Of course, we play Lufter in pre-season, of course. So um, that'd be good to see how they do. Um, but let's talk about the, the stuff that everyone cares about, Blue. Um, and as we quote it on this podcast, on the Kings of Anglia uh, main flagship show, the sexy stuff, that's what everyone cares about and they love, uh, incomings. And we've had one so far, and that is Maisie Barker um, signing from West Ham. Um, another player, sadly, who's been affected with injuries as well, Blue. Um, but yeah, how, how has she been so far? Because she's played in pre-season. We'll get onto that shortly. But yeah, a good signing to start off. Yeah, really good signing. Um, I actually know Maisie uh, prior to her joining this season. Um, quite a few of us know, have known her from England camps. So she used to play for Chelsea, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she used to be at Chelsea. So she was sort of in the age group under 15s to 18s. Don't quite be on that, actually. But in the youth age groups, so quite a few of us were involved. Um, but yeah, I think what to expect from her. She's absolutely rapid um very very quick and she's a good player great character um so yeah a really good addition to our squad um and will sort of strengthen our ability to to adapt to the the departures yeah definitely yeah she's um she's yeah versatile she played two a couple of positions during preseason of course preseasons that's what it's all about just playing different players in different positions see how they do roll on roll off subs um and yeah more additions to come ladies and do not panic um, Joe, Kieran, everyone at the club are working hard to get those deals over the line. So uh, hopefully next time we do podcasts, we'll be announcing more signings. But yeah, one through the door so far, Maisie Barker from West Ham, defender, 
Um, was that hashtag a little bit last season as well when she yeah. recovered from that that injury? So um, she'll be coming up against one of her former sides as well. So uh, yeah, we'll be see what what squad number will she get? That's the question. That's Ooh, everyone. That's Kieran, question. Kieran's going to be already on that, I'm sure. Um, I don't know what it's going to be actually, so I can't even tease it. Yeah, um, I don't know because she's a she's a right back, isn't she, or right wing back? Yeah. Um, what do you give a right wing back? I'm not sure, but she might have like a a number which is special to her. Not sure. Yeah, yeah, true. There's some players do that. Yeah, yeah, some players. But yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, ladies and gentlemen. We'll bring you that. Uh, well, let's segue then, Blue, onto pre-season. So far, we've had three games um, against Sudbury, Cholton, and Peterborough. Uh, once again, as we all know, in pre-season, it's all about minutes in the legs and all that. Um, season players, try lists as well. There's always trialists on team sheets. Of course, we've had a few trialists as well. Of course, we can't say. We know who they are, but we can't say. Uh, or do I go rogue? Do I just say it? No, I'm joking. I'm joking, <laughs> Joe and Kieran. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, we have got trialists, of course. But um, thoughts on the, the free preseason game so far? You know, Sudbury, they're, uh, of course, a local team, but been promoted to Tier 4, so that's good for them. Uh, Charlton, of course, a championship side, a team we know of because we played them last year in preseason. And then Peterborough, who are a uh, uh, Tier 4 team as well. Um, but in the Midlands region. But yeah, three good games to start off preseason so far. Yeah, really good games, actually. Um, I didn't catch, I didn't manage to catch the Charlton one, um, but sort of followed along on Twitter to see the last uh, the last two goals in the final few minutes. Um, but obviously, the score doesn't really matter in preseason. It's all about the minutes, um, making sure players who maybe play in different positions or just basically integrating the squad into what Joe sees us doing this season, how we're we playing and getting that flow back. Um, and especially if you're at the game against Peterborough on Sunday, you'll have seen some really good football. Obviously a team which are lower down, but we dominated the game and showed some really nice stuff. And I think Joe was quite happy with some of the patterns we were coming up with in possession, but also the, the appetite to get the ball back. Um, so, yeah, so far from what I've seen, it's been it's been really good in terms of a base level to to build on. Um, but we've still got another few games coming up. It's a really sort of good mix of different teams um, that we've got this season. So, yeah, good to see. I've got a question for you, though. Yep. Thoughts on Peterborough's kit on Sunday? I didn't mind it. Because um, that's another chat we're going to have as well about um, the kits. Mm, um, get your thoughts on blue, because of course we've we've we spoke about it on this podcast multiple times, but not in terms of the women's team. Um, of course, you know they've got the same kit as the men, but um, just get your thoughts on the blue. But uh, yeah, I don't mind it actually. You know, it's, it's very in your face, um, but I like it. I'm quickly just getting a picture of it just to remind myself. Um, sort of like a light baby pink. Yeah, the Urban Penguin is their uh, is their sponsor. So I like that. Uh, I like it because it's yeah pink all the way through. Um, yeah, it stands out. Definitely stands out. Uh, what, what what are you thinking? We were mixed on the bench initially when I yeah. first saw it. I was like, oh, not sure, because we were concerned that actually it looks like you put a white kit in the wash with a red sock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done that many times. <laughs> don't you worry. Yeah. Maybe a slightly darker pink needed, but yeah, it's all right. It's all right. But it was a debate on the bench. Um, but our kit, which. Initially, when I first saw, I wasn't keen because of the mm. collar. But actually, yeah. now I've seen it on and now I've seen the girls playing it. I don't mind it. I'm getting used to it. Um, but the training kit, I'm a really big fan of. 
yeah. I prefer that this season. Mm. Nice sort of light blue, um, teal. Is that teal. what they calling it? Teal. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I said aqua once, but nah, it's not aqua, is it? It's not aqua. I don't know my colour palettes. I'm, I'm terrible, but yeah, teal. Teal is probably the go-to. Um, but yeah, as I've said many times, it's a grower on me at the moment. I'm still fifty-fifty. I, I like the away kit. Um, but uh, the home kit, I'm still growing with the collar and everything. But every time I see it with, you know, players wearing it, proper athletes wearing it, um, you know, it's growing on me. So, and the goalkeeping kit, I've got a picture of uh, Nina, of course, the goalie. Um, not a fan, to be honest. You're the not the fan. other one, yeah, the other one's better. I don't think we'll be able to wear it because it's black. And of course, our referees yeah, yeah. have black, black kits. So, sadly, Nina and other goalkeepers won't be able to wear it. But it's, it's not too bad. It's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine, so it's fine. But um, but yeah, it was good to, to see the players in it again. And um, as you mentioned, some good goals for the Peterborough game. Um, Tash, of course, at the double, um, like a striker. Holly scored in the Sudbury game, so it's always good for strikers or just attacking players to get goals in preseason. Of course, they don't really matter, but just to get that you know scoring feeling again, which is good. And um, Tash getting some headers in, which is great. Um, of course, Maisie scored uh, her first goal for the club against Peterborough. What a shot it was as well. Great goal from Maisie. Yeah, so nice. props to her. Nice props to her. Um, and I want to quickly just talk about Blue before we get on to uh, what's next and um, outro in the podcast. I want to give a sort of shout out to some players who have impressed me pre-season so far. I've got to say, Pescat, so Pescat is on fire so far, isn't she? She was amazing at Sudbury. I wasn't at the Charlton game, as you mentioned as well, Blue. Um, but she's just been electric, hasn't she, down that wing so far? Yeah, especially the Peter game. You could tell, we were saying on the bench, we were like, you can tell Peskett is loving this game. Um, The amount of 1v1s, I'd love to know the stats on that uh, because it was was ridiculous. But yeah, she looks really sharp. Um, Like a few players, actually, are looking really sharp. Um, It's good to see and hopefully they'll just build on that and get sharper and sharper, ready for that first game away at Cardiff. Yeah, and um, I want to quickly mention, of course, we're once again in pre-season, some young players come through. Um, of course, Megan, I don't know, she's not really a young player anymore, even though she's still we young. Count her. She's but, young, but I don't, I don't know. She's like, she's made, she must, I think last season, she must, she's probably got to 30 appearances now or something like that. <laughs> so, I think when you get over, yeah, over 20 appearances and you're playing week in, week out, she is, yeah, she's a senior player now, but I'm sure she's Yeah, she's treated. senior. <laughs> we'll call yeah. her senior, yeah. But does she get treated as academy player still, despite... No, you know, I don't think like, so. Yeah. No. No. Although she does... <laughs> she started biking into training. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. I think, uh, I think Holly get, put up. Yeah, yeah Holly girls get so her. much stick for a helmet or whatever. Bless her. Yeah. But yeah, it's, safe, it's a nice, safe, it's a nice bike. Be safe. Yeah, nice yeah, bike. Be safe. Um, quite quick in it as well, getting from the station to... So yeah, I don't, I don't blame her. You oh. know, good on her. Um I do give a bit, a bit of stick as well because it's quite funny. But um, yeah, I don't know whether she's a senior player, but she's she's yeah. I think we do. Yeah. We call her a senior she, player. She's so many appearances. Yeah, as you said about overnights, of course, Cardiff. That would be the, the night where initiation songs will be. So has she done one yet? I, I don't think so. we're not huge on them actually. Not really, we're no. Not huge. Um, so... I don't know whether we start them up or not. I mean, oh. it depends how many players we sign. Do you know yeah, how many true. how many more new have players like come a, in? Gonna have to do like yeah, six of them. Have to do like you know, you know all of them. Just do a, a duet, not a duet. What do you call it? What's the um, thing called? 
just yeah, I don't know. I the don't only know. word that's come to my head is a choir. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's not that's not the right thing. That is definitely no, it's not, not the right, the right thing. thing. Uh, but yeah, um, another, yeah, another player I want to mention, of course, is uh, Leah Mitchell, who has made a few uh, senior appearances. But um, she's another player that's played in multiple positions. Actually, played centre half, played um, in the midfield. I think she played left as well. Um, Evie Williams as well. It's been another player that stood out for me as well. She got the assist uh, for Tash's opening goal with the corner. Um, nice little connection there straight off the bat. That's what you want in prison as well, the connections with players. Um, but those players, Evie and Leah, who were very much around the first-team squad, weren't they, Blue, but more playing for the academy side. But they're now first-team players in terms of this preseason so far. Yeah, and for young players, they're so confident that like, you wouldn't expect them to be. I'm not actually sure how old they are, like 16, 17 maybe? Yeah. Which is very, very young, um, but so confident on the ball, which is exactly what we want. Um, and I'm sure we'll only progress further and further um, and hopefully we'll play a part this season. I mean, from what I've seen in pre-season so far, I think, I think there will be. Um, but they're so tall. I don't know what they're feeding these <laughs> these young, younger people. Why didn't Why didn't they feed me that? I'm I'm uh, tiny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, your your position is though. Your position you don't need to be. You know. You no, know, you no, no. Everything, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, no worries, no worries. Of that. I, I wish I was a bit taller, but you can't have it all. You can't have no, it all. No, you can't. Uh, but yeah, but sometimes yeah, when I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you are tall. Cool. Yeah, but that's what. To be fair, that's what you want. Definitely, when in their positions as well, that's perfect. Like Meg, not Meg, you know, Megan. She's been breaking through last season. She's got that high and she's got that ability as well. So that's that's great. Um, I want to mention as well. I don't know if she wore these boots at Sudbury or Cholton, but um, Bonnie's got some new boots and mm. I like them. They stand out. I like them. so Bonnie. If you're listening, props to you because I was straight away when I took my first picture of Bonnie. I was like, oh, she's got new boots. They look great. Mm. I, I did so many different close-ups of the boots, and I was like, these look proper like midfield maestro, and that's what she is as well. Yeah, they're nice. Actually, I said to her, I was like, oh, Bonnie, treat yourself. And she's like, yeah. I was like, they are nice. Sort of an orangey tint, but not too bright, but it's just clean. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, but we've got a few new pairs. Peskit, Peskit's got a new pair. Not sure she'll wear them on Sunday. No, I've just, I've just saw a picture, and she's not wearing them. So no, I, think... I don't think she is. They're bright. Pink are they? they yeah. She showed them in the the arrivals video when we first came into preseason. Um, so hopefully we'll get to see them as well. But there's EK's got some new ones, which hopefully will be seen soon. Um, but yeah, it's that time time of the season, isn't it? Yeah, Players rock up in all sorts. Definitely. And um, one more final thing. This is more for the the visual side of the podcast. But um, I should have actually put it up on the video. But I'm going to show it on my phone. But one thing I there's one picture of Cairo I took. And if you look closely at a sock, she's got something that belongs to you, actually, Blue. Um, so, but here it is. Can you see it? Oh, this is funny. So, um, basically, yeah, for the audio um, listeners, uh, it's basically Captain's armband, and she's basically put it on her leg um, because I think it is a bit baggy, is it? It's huge. Yeah. So, Bonnie. Bonnie wore it from kickoff, I think. So she got a physio to tapes, tape it on. Because honestly, it is huge. Like, yeah. it's a, apparently it's a small size, Kieran was saying. But I'm not sure what sort of small that is because there's no one fitting in that. So I think it'll be a tape job. Yeah, because um, I've got a picture of Bonnie and it's, yeah, really yeah, tape. It's just white physio tape, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I saw that, because at first I didn't see it. Like, when, like during the game, I didn't see it. But like when I was editing the photos last night, and I was like looking, I was like a bit closer to Cairo. I was like, oh, 
<laughs> so first yeah, of all, she had like a bandage yeah. and stuff, and I was like, "She all right?" <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna have to take it to their grandma or something to sew it smaller, <laughs> adjust it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's another thing as well. Preseason into everyone gets the captain's armband at some stage because yeah, it's roll on, roll off subs. So I think yeah, Kyra's had it. I think there's a few other players have had it as well. Maybe in the subroot game. Um, but yeah, when like Bonnie or someone has to come off, yeah, you give it to somebody. Um, or you just forget, don't you? You just forget and no one's wearing it. Um, so you're just like, ah, uh, yeah, pre-season's pre-season. But I thought I'd mention that because I thought that was a, a funny little thing. Um, but yeah, Blue, you sort of mentioned we've got three other pre-season games to come, of course. We've got uh, Loughborough. Uh, Charlie Baxter, of course, the former assistant manager, is there. So nice little trip there. Then a derby away and have a new team to play. I think they've got Molly, Molly Sutherland, former town player as well, I think, still. Um, don't quote me on that. And then, of course, we finish with a home game, which is always great to end this, the preseason campaign with a home game. And Crystal Palace, the championship side blue. So um, three good games to come up against and uh, more minutes in the legs. But I think it's now going to phase two, just like the men. They mentioned that. I think Joe could have mentioned that as well. Phase two in terms of maybe performances and results, you're looking a bit more. Maybe the results, because, yeah, three points not on the line. But performances you really want to just maybe one-on-one situational players as well. Yeah, um, again, a nice mix of opposition. Uh, perhaps you'd probably say on paper a, a little bit more challenging um, over the three compared to the three we've had. Um, but Loughborough Lightning will be like playing our 21s, basically, because si- <laughs> Charlie's decided to sign a lot of them. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. A lot of teams which we haven't played before and obviously that final challenge um, of a championship team in Crystal Palace uh, to get us ready for the, the Tier 3 campaign. Indeed. Um, well, Blue, it's been a pleasure, as always. Hope everyone's enjoyed listening. Of course, big shout-out to John Fowler's solicitors for sponsoring the podcast, Mel Kennedy & Co. Uh, but any other business, Blue? Anything else you want to mention? Any behind-the-scenes gossip we can talk about? Uh, bit of a spot there, but anything, you know, anything? I'm not sure yeah. anything I can share. No. no, we'll leave it for now. We'll leave it for yeah. now, but watch this space. Yes. Yeah, watch the space, of course, with signings, because um, that is now the goal for this podcast. The next time we record is when signings have been made. So, uh, yeah. But hopefully, so that hopefully there will, be, will be soon, yeah. Yeah, sooner <laughs> rather than later. Uh, but that is the goal. Uh, but, yeah, uh, as ever, thanks for supporting the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Blue, I'll let you do the outro. Uh, a nice 45 minutes worth of a, a chinwag <laughs> uh, to start the first pod of 2023-24. So uh, many more podcasts to come, of course. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I've missed I've missed being on the pod actually. Um, so yeah, once again, thanks for listening, um, and I'm sure we'll catch you soon with another update pod um, before the season starts. Bye.